ஹலோ எவ்ரிவான் வெல்கம் டு முத்து காலிங் முத்து அ நியூ பாட்காஸ்ட் ஆன் பொலிட்டிக்ஸ் எக்கனாமிக்ஸ் அண்ட் பிஹேவியரல் சயின்சஸ் ஸோ அபவுட் மை செல்ஃப் ஃபர்ஸ்ட் ஐம் மேனேஜ்மெண்ட் கிராஜுவேட் அண்ட் ஐம் இன்ட்ரெஸ்டட் இன் பாலிடிக்ஸ் எக்கனாமிக்ஸ் மூவிஸ் அண்ட் புக்ஸ் ஸோ பேசிக்லி தி ஐடியா ஆஃப் திஸ் பாட்காஸ்ட் இஸ் டு யூனோ டாக் ரிலவெண்ட் நியூஸ் ஐட்டம்ஸ் தட் கம்ஸ் அவுட் இன் த நியூஸ் விச் ஆர் ஆஃப் கிரேட் இம்பார்ட்டன்ஸ் டு த பப்ளிக் அட் லார்ஜ் அண்ட் டு மேக் இட் குவைட் சிம்பிள் the reason i call this podcast the muthu calling muthu podcast is that i intend to practice the feynman technique which uh, tells that you know you in order to learn something you need to first understand it and then uh, make sure that you know you tell it in a very simple way so that even a layman can understand it then you keep refining it so that you know finally you you yourself tend to you know learn much more in that process the way you uh, once you take that effort to you know educate people in very layman terms you yourself get to Uh, gain in that process so that's about it so this first episode of muthu calling muthu i'd like to uh, talk about the uh, novel coronavirus of course we've been speaking about this for almost a year now but uh, currently there's been a renewed interest in you know even the us government led by biden has uh, called for an investigation a fresh investigation into the origins of the coronavirus as in like from where it had come uh, what are the origins did it come from a animal to the human beings or was it a lab accident that's the questions that are being asked and you know uh, right now there seems to be more doubts that uh, there is a chance that you know this might have leaked from the lab in wuhan in china so we'll talk about why these things happened what what led to such kind of a suspicion on the uh, authorities on china so initially you know corona has been a very very severe pandemic uh in the sense that it's all already claimed about 3.5 million deaths worldwide and uh, just not about deaths it's also about like you know the amount of financial and economic losses we've taken as the world like uh, in terms of uh, you know being entailed there's there's a lot of economic potential that's been lost and probably will never gain it again even you know uh, to go back to our 2019 performance in terms of econo- economy we'll have to take another 2 3 years probably it'll take to 2022 or 2023 for us to get back to those uh, same level of growth as in 2019 so all this economy lost livelihoods lost and also the uh, not to forget uh, you know the huge amount of uh, mental uh, distress that has caused you know a lot of people because they'll have to be stay indoors and not uh, get involved with people or go out on outdoor activities especially on kids because uh, most of the kids around the world have been uh, have not been allowed to go to schools or colleges and you know they tend to lose this connect uh, in their growing years they need to be with more people and you know get to learn with actual human beings that is being lost and also um, if you are probably well to do then you can use your uh, digital means or you can use your resources to connect online and study but what about those people who lack these resources they are going to lose big time on t- in terms of you know and for them to catch up again is going to be very difficult so first also you know in this past one year we've uh, we've come across a lot of new terms in our uh, lingo like especially rt pcr tests antibody antibodies and zero surveys so all these things seem to seem to be you know very 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 uh, vague terms but now it is uh, even a normal layman will use these terms like you know there's a zero zero survey the test positivity rate so these kind of terms have come into common lingo uh that's about it so firstly let let me start with explaining what is the difference between a virus and a bacteria so this question we always get in our mind virus bacteria what is the difference they are all microorganisms but a virus is actually supposed to be the large you can say that the largest of virus is smaller than the 
smallest of bacteria in the sense that virus is a very very microorganism even smaller than the bacteria and the major difference between a virus and a bacteria is that a bacteria tends it can survive anywhere literally it can survive in any environment it can uh, you know be either everywhere it it is kind of like god it can survive anywhere any place but a virus it is actually a parasite it needs to be in a living cell it needs a living cell for it to be either in an animal or a human so any form of living cell it needs to reside there for it to multiplicate for for it to mutate so that's the basic difference between a virus and a uh, bacteria and viruses tend to be far more fatal in the sense that you know just because they are parasites and they require a live cell for it to uh, go and uh, also it's it's a case that you know not all viruses are fatal in the sense that not all viruses are infectious there is almost lakhs and millions of viruses everywhere in this world but you know a lot of it uh, are into our bodies as well but it's only a certain a certain form of virus which tend to cause infections in human beings or tend to be fatal um, a virus usually has a material you know which sticks with a you think of it like a lock and a key uh, when when you have a key the key that is the virus if it needs to get infectious it needs to find a cell which uh, suits the key so it needs to find a uh, lock in our body you know which for, for which the key can get inserted and for it to get communicate and then uh, to multiply and to mutate so that's the process so if you think of this particular covid it's called a corona virus a corona virus is uh, one subset of a virus Uh, which means a coronavirus is actually uh, they define it as an enveloped virus in the sense that it has a genetic material and it has a protein protein spikes on top of it so all coronaviruses have similar form of uh, similar form of uh, structure and they tend to you know stick to surfaces and also when you add a disinfectant to it they tend to die so this is the basic idea of a coronavirus so if you talk about the uh, past instances of coronaviruses the first it was happened at uh, 2020 2002 in china which was called the sars uh, i think most of you all who are in your 20s or 25s would remember that uh, we kept uh, hearing of it that particularly india was not uh, much affected of it but you know most of the countries surrounding china uh, the southeast asia tend to be uh, affected by this particular sars virus which is uh, which expands to severe acute respiratory syndrome and this particular virus is uh, was 10% fatal and uh, uh, the current coronavirus is supposed to be 1.5% something fatal but uh, meaning that you know if 100 people get infected with sars then 10% uh, tend to die of the virus so on a total there were about 774 deaths in 20, 2002 and after 2004 this virus ceased to exist exist so the second such virus was the middle east uh, respiratory syndrome that happened in 2020, 2012 in saudi arabia so this middle east middle eastern respiratory syndrome is again a corona virus and uh, which uh, uh, which had which tended to be even more fatal in the sense that it had 35% fatality as in like if 100 people get infected then 35 people die so there were about 885 deaths in the mers epidemic so if you look at these two you know uh, and the current corona virus how this virus is particularly different is that you know in sars and mers the viruses tend to be you know immediately after a person gets it probably one one or two days you know it tends to show symptoms and it gets even though it is fatal it is easier for us to you know contain the virus because if you know for sure by just by looking at a person that he is infected then you can probably isolate him treat him and then uh, contain the virus from spreading to a larger amount 
on but this particular coronavirus that we are facing right now it takes about 7 to 14 days and even certain people tend to be asymptomatic they don't even know that they are getting affected and uh, they they are got affected and they are relieved of it so then it becomes a challenge that you know uh, we tend to know the severity of the virus only in the later stages and then treating it or containing it tends to be very very difficult also you know uh, so let's come to this issue of uh, issue of where did this virus come from so th- this has been going on for a long time you know every time uh, there is this kind of a virus people tend to uh, search for origins so so that you know once we find the origin then we, we can be well prepared for the next virus so that's that's the origin so such kind of uh, uh, investigations have gone into the past coronavirus cases as well in terms of sars and mers so in terms of sars uh, they've uh, they've come to a conclusion that you know the sars virus had come from bats in yunnan province yunnan province is a province in china which uh, tends to have millions and millions of bats i guess and from there it uh, the bat the virus uh, the virus went into palm civets asian palm civets which are tiny organ it's a very uh, rodent type of organism which is found in china and from them it passed on to human beings and uh, in mers this particular coronavirus has tend to pass on from bats to camels and from camels to humans uh, so these kind of uh, viruses you call them as zoonotic diseases zoonotic diseases basically means the virus which transmits from a uh, animal to a human is called a zoonotic diseases so that is a natural form of evolution a human uh, process is not involved and naturally you know these virus mutate and uh, it goes on to one body uh, which tends to affect a camel or a bat and then uh, turns on to human beings and tend to affect the human beings here so initially you know uh, uh, people tend uh, the china critically denied saying that you know this is clearly a natural uh, natural phenomenon we had nothing to do with it but doubts were raised first time in march 2020 by uh, donald trump uh, donald trump who said that you know i have uh, strong indication and research stating me to uh, stating to me that you know i uh, this virus might have leaked from the wuhan institute of virology which is which is present in wuhan from where the first cases of coronavirus were tend to be uh, known and uh, but most of them uh, rejected this theory saying that you know it was even he went on to call it as the chinese uh, virus but most of them uh, ignored him because as such uh, nobody takes not many people took uh, donald trump seriously but right now even the joe biden administration seems to have come to the conclusion that probably you know there is uh, truth in the fact that you know it might have come from the wuhan institute of uh, virology so uh, what are the uh, what are the incidents which you know tell us that probably it could have come from there is that uh, uh, for a starter that you know the first instant of a covid 19 case was supposed to have come out of china in december 8 2019 uh, 2019 was the first day that you know they told a confirmed case of a coronavirus has been found but now the american intelligence agencies have found out that you know there were uh, cases in terms of the wuhan institute institute of virology they had a few researchers who suffered a flu like symptoms and were admitted to the hospital this was found out through intelligence means saying that you know there were people in the wuhan institute of virology who got affected with the disease much before the first uh, case of the virus official case of the virus so and this tends to uh, lead us to doubt you know that probably this was the, the wuhan institute of virology virology was working on some form of uh research you know to modify virus or probably to use it as uh, in bio warfare and that accidentally leaked elsewhere 
and uh, the case that uh, currently the trump had, uh, the joe biden administration seems to say that there are two cases two possibilities of uh, this virus one is that it could be zoonotic uh, meaning that it, it transferred from an animal to uh, human and the second one is that it could be a lab accident from the one institute of virology and uh, both of this is, we don't have much clarity we cannot say with for sure that you know it is either this or this and we need more research into it in fact he's uh, told his intelligence people to look into it and uh, report back to him in another 90 days uh, so that's the latest uh, news coming out of us and um, a few other things is that uh, uh, while, while we talk about this there is something called as gain of function research uh, that we need to talk about in uh, detail here so gain of function research means that you know you take a virus viruses usually usually mutate they mu- mutate in the sense that you know they keep changing their characteristics from one living form to another as they keep growing 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 and expanding they tend to change their uh, body formations and that's called mutations so that's why you know we hear of a uh, britain variant uh, i mean uh, brazil variant uh, south african variant and now a indian variant and singapore variant so these are mutations of the virus so these mutations appear naturally but there are cases where you know you can mutate you can make a virus to mutate uh, through lab uh, artificially you know men can uh, change the properties of a virus and make them uh, more contagious or uh, more uh, more infectious and uh, you know more severe so why do people do this why do researchers tend to you know use this gain of function uh, they tend to you know make a virus artificially more infectious and more contagious just to learn about the features like in, you know if you tend to know that uh, this virus is capable of doing all these such things then you can be prepared for a future in case this virus affects humans then what is the medicine that we need to prepare for what is the organ that this virus affects so such kind of uh, information you tend to get from gain of function but is also a very risky thing in the sense that the disadvantage of a gain, gain of function research is that exactly like a lab accident that you you are working on a more serious uh, virus uh, mutation and then it tends to leak from the lab uh, it is a man made disaster so currently we are uh, staring at this question and uh, also there are some questions that you know uh, us has funded uh, the research indirectly in the wuhan institute of virology in the sense that us funding uh, it had not directly but it had uh, uh, one case was that the gain of uh, function research was uh, banned in united states and then you know they had to uh, fund other institutes elsewhere in the world for them to learn more about gain of function and even anthony fauci who is the lead virologist in the U- united states government has uh, favored uh, the gain of function research in 2012 so as of now we are staring at this question of whether the virus is uh, Uh, zoonotic virus as in it came from an animal or the second one is that whether it is a ma- uh, lab leak you know someone was working on the virus and it got leaked so these two cases we have uh, to find out and initially they used to say that this virus came through the wuhan seafood market but now you know even after uh, so much of uh, study they have not found this coronavirus strain in any of the intermediate animal like we told that the sars was through a civet and the mers was through a camel but even still now we don't know what was that intermediate animal between the mat bat and the human beings so this also leads to more doubt that probably it could have been a lab accident 
and the reason we need to know this uh, for sure is that only if we know this and china does not seem to be co uh, cooperating because they don't want their uh, box of worms to go out so once we know this we'll, we can be much prepared for uh, the future outbreaks because even in the last past 20 years we've seen about three outbreaks and you can imagine what are the possibilities for the future so we are not free from it till we are free from it uh, so that's the case of it so that's it for uh, today's podcast uh, i'm recording this on 31st may 2021 uh, for muthu calling muthu and also i would uh, like to give a few updates on the books and uh, uh, movies that i've watched uh, through the podcast you know uh, the recent book that i'm reading is uh, one by victor frankel which is called man search for meaning uh, which basically is uh, uh, victor frankel was a survivor of the auschwitz uh, holocaust camps and uh, he uh, wrote down his experiences and he uh, this book is very well read and uh, it is more popular uh, second only to probably anne frank's uh, book and um, the movies i've watched i just wa happened to watch this hindi film called paglait uh, which i wasn't very impressed with because uh, there tend to be a lot of uh, positive reviews but i wasn't very much impressed with the film but it could possibly be a one time watch yeah thank you and until again see you take care